Welcome back to the Trap Says Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and welcome to the first Trap Says Podcast of 2023. We hope you had a wonderful new year. And on this podcast, we're going to be talking to you about vision boards, whiteboards, healthy tips, all the things that can start off the new you, new year. Okay, I'm sitting here like Cornelius, and yeah, you haven't said one word. Well, I'm trying to focus. Do you know who Cornelius is? It's not Cornelius. Isn't it TP from my bunghole? Okay, I have no idea who TP from my bunghole is, but... Beavis and Butthead? Yeah! I was thinking of I'm Be- Cornholio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cornelius? <laughs> Who's Cornelius? I thought that's what he said. Cornholio. I did... We I made up a story once about a plate named Cornelius. And right, but what does it have to do with Beavis and Butthead... <laughs> And wearing your shirt on your head. I was trying to make you laugh, and you literally were just staring at me focused. and did not say a peep. Focus. So then I just felt embarrassed. Well, you should. My shirt was up over my head, and my tits were hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Happy New Year! This is the first podcast of, like you said. Yeah, I already year. said that because you were being Cornelius. I wasn't listening. Yeah, this it feels good to be back on the mic. Warming it up. Okay. And we're excited. We're going to talk about... So we get a lot of questions, which I do find interesting. Because I think it's just like anything that's like normal to you and what you always do or what's part of your routine or just kind of things that you... Your go-to things. They don't feel unusual just yeah. because they're, they're you're so used to it, you know? And I feel like everybody does this. Right, that's what I mean. You're just like, wait, what do you, what do you mean? Like, you don't have a whiteboard. What, you don't know what to do with it. I'm <laughs> yeah. confused. You know, like, doesn't everyone like your whole wall in your living room is only whiteboards? That's normal, <laughs> right. you know. And so we get a lot of questions about how we have our whiteboard set up as far as like when like scheduling and doing lists and then our goals and vision boarding um, and kind of how we set goals going into the future or not the future, but going in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like some healthier tips and things like that. I'm so A, we're gonna talk a little bit about that on this podcast and give some updates on some things like the house that we just got, mm-hmm. going to Jacksonville, all of that. I think that fits in good with the whole whiteboard thing. It's too. perfect, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I had something else to say. You wanna start off with our trips? Yeah, but I was gonna say something else and then you cut me off. I never did. It's so weird. <laughs> he did. Oh, I did okay. say the house thing. Um. Anyways, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit about that on this episode, and yeah. So I guess I guess I'll just go right into the trips thing before we get into the episode. So you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know about our Travis trips, and we did Peru last year. We hiked the Inca Trail. Total hit. That was amaze balls. Mm-hmm. And like that was, that was obviously the first adventure trip we ever did. And it was the tester. Cause we were like, is this something we really want to do? Can we do this? Do we have the energy for it? Is this, are we going to like traveling with other people? We really weren't sure. And so we did the Peru trip and it was exceeded our expectations. We were like, we have to do more of these. It was an incredible experience that Life we, changing. we got to share with other travelers, we created it, you know, like it was our, 
our vision, right? And bringing that to life and having everybody show up and have this incredible experience that we all shared in together with all these breakthrough moments and just fun too. You know, it was, we were like, okay, this is something that we have to do. We want to do. So moving into 2023, we have four trips planned, which is, we went big. That's super ambitious. It is. Um, but we have Patagonia, which is sold out. Um, so don't worry Scratch. about that one. <laughs> um, that one's sold out, but we have Peru we're doing again in March. But we're doing it or, different. Okay, hold on. We're not doing it in March. No, we're doing it in June. Yes, thank you. June of 2023, but we're doing Peru different because we were we were there originally last May and June, and we did the four-day Inca Trail. We did uh, food tours and things like that. We totally took what we learned and kind of restructured this one and I love... I'm obsessed with this trip. Love this trip. This trip's going to be way better than the last one. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> sorry, no. not sorry. No. The Inca Trail, you can never take. No, 100%. Like, it's going to be such an amazing trip. We're hiking the Salcante Trail. We're staying in glass huts in the middle of the mountains. We're going to hot springs. We're ATVing up Rainbow Mountain. We're doing cooking classes, Pisco sour making classes. Learning about the history of Pisco, tasting Pisco, making our own Pisco drinks. Mm, hot toddies. Um, and whitewater rafting. Like We just have such an epic trip. So that is going to be June of 2023. And then we have Bali that we're going to be doing in August. Which There's a lot of a lot of chatter about that one already. That's going to be a big trip. Um, that is on. I'm really excited about all the trips, but I'm really excited about Bali because Bali is such a special, has such a place special place in our hearts, somewhere that we've spent so much time. And we're also going to be doing a volunteer aspect there, so it'll yep. be volunteer and adventure. And then the final trip will be October in Oaxaca. Ooh. This is a place that we have been wanting to go forever. We have researched the hell out of this place. <laughs> We're actually going to go, our, just the two of us, to go really hit the ground and like get a lay of the land. And just so that we can build like the best trip. So that's for all of our foodies out there. It's going to be food focused, Ms. Focus, culture, um, there will be some outdoor stuff, activities, hiking, and things just to kind of balance it all out. Can I just say one thing? One thing I'm really excited about, about Oaxaca, it is the food, if you've never heard of it, like Oaxaca cheese, and like, it's it's the cultural hub of Mexico, where like, the mole comes from, the mezcal, but what's really cool about it is if you really dive into the research, the women have turned those street stalls, that's hard to say, street stalls, into like world famous food and like that was a way for them to make money and has now become famous and a part of the culture mm -hmm. which i cannot wait to dive into they have a name I they do I and they even name. wrestle yeah it's a whole thing it's a whole thing yeah yeah that that's going to be an epic trip too so we have so many fun trips planned this year and you know this is really these trips are for people who want to get out of their comfort zone. They want to have an adventure. They're, they have a positive attitude, an open mind. They're willing to, you know, try something new. They want to have fun and they want to connect with other healthcare travelers or travelers in general or just cool freaking people, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and so if you are somebody who's interested in possibly coming on a trip with us, join the trip interest list. 
It's I'll, the link will be in the show notes, or you can go to imtravcess.com and you can join that way. It's on our website. If you just go to Adventure Trips, there's a place you can sign up, and or use the link in the in the show description. And by doing that, that is where we'll be sharing all the details once the trips are completely planned, the the dates, the itinerary, the price, everything. That is where we send all the things. So if you are interested and you want to stay in the loop with any of those trips or all of those trips, definitely join the interest list. And the reason why we want to announce all the trips now is because people start planning their years. And especially as travelers, we have a lot of time off and flexibility to take time off in between contracts. So we thought knowing in advance, instead of just saying like two months ahead of time, hey, we're going to Bali, right. giving people the time that like, wow, I really want to go on this trip. So I'm going to try to plan my contracts around it so I can make it happen. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to get the specific dates out as quickly as possible so that people can plan around it. That. So anywho, go on the interest list. And um, I, will, I do want to add the interest list also is where we release everything first. Right. That's first dibs. So when when we plan the itinerary, we're talking to the interest list first. They're the ones that get the dates for when we do the presentation of where we're going in the itinerary. And they get first dibs at these trips. Right. So if you're not on the interest list, you're not getting first dibs. And these trips have been selling out in 48 hours. Yeah. And I will say one last thing. You know what the most thing I'm... The thing I'm most proud of... What? Is... We planned these trips not knowing what was going to happen. We just knew it was something that we wanted to do. And it was something that we like get really excited about, right? But like you said, we weren't sure how it was going to go. So we did Peru. We launched two trips. We did two groups. And it was life-changing. And the thing I'm most proud of is out of 24 people total on that group, on the two groups, 14 of them are coming on Patagonia. 14? 14 isn't it i'd have to count but it's, it's, least, it's enough that it's, it's a, a it's a good so they, they're yeah. coming on the second right, official right. trip so that to me makes me something i'm proud of that they went on this trip they took a risk on us it was our first guinea pig trip and they're coming back for the next one yeah because they could have been like that fucking sucked <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. You know, like totally. I don't want to go back. So clearly, it says they. You know, we knew that they had a good time, but for them to come back for a round two, that yeah, I love that. So yes. we would love to meet you and have an adventure with you in real life. I I do feel like the people that we've connected with on these trips will be friends forever. Family. Like you, you meet you meet these connections. There's such a difference when you meet in person and you go and you do something physical together and you have this adventure together. It just bonds you and there's just something very special about it. And I love that we're going to start doing more of these in-person things because it is something that brings you and I so much joy. And I do feel like it's um, a strength of ours. Like we're really good at it because we really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's such a great use of our energy and to be able to meet the people in the community and have an adventure together is just my favorite thing. So join the interest list. um, And okay, let's, <laughs> okay, whiteboards, my no. favorite thing to talk about. I didn't want to start there. I wanted to start I with Jacksonville. Okay, can we do it quick though? Yeah, yeah, super quick. Okay, so do you want to start? I was going to say, go ahead. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, do you want to start? I'm go just ahead. like, never mind. I'm going to yeah, start. No, go. 
So we are still in New York and we have three weeks left. I have nine shifts left. Not you officially hit single freaking digits, bro. Well, I had to force my way into single digits. But yeah. Another story, another time. Well, you just took a day off. It's I did. Not <laughs> but I not took Monday deep. off and it's Wednesday. I'm like, I need Monday off. I know, and you took Monday off this week. Yeah. You're just in that zone and we know like when you hit that wall of just you had such a gauntlet last week of just being on call and getting your freaking ass. Kicked. I worked 127 hours last week. It's insane. So it's like <laughs> you had a hold you were literally holding on for dear life just to make it through. And then you made it through and it's like oh, everything else you had left just completely vanished. Like mm-hmm. you have nothing left in your tank. You're like, I don't give a flying fuck. No. I'm taking every day off. I no. don't care. Like mm-hmm. you don't have anything left to give at this point. No. I mean, we had patients today and I was like, I'm going to get water. And I just like walked down the hallway and like disappeared. God forbid you get water, you crazy man. I know. But I took way too long. Yeah, took a poop. <laughs> I just sat in the bathroom, actually, and texted you. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like what you do at home. Awesome. Okay. So, <laughs> so we're winding it down, and God, when you say it like that, nine days, I'm like, oh my gosh. Nine work days. Right, right, right. Three weeks, essentially. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. We need to start packing. Yeah. We, no, we do this every time. <sighs> we can't pack. We use everything. I well, I guess I could pack the... We do have a lot of extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We could pack up the studio. No. I love it. It's my favorite part of the apartment. <laughs> okay. So we, as we we talked about on the other, epi- last episode, we're taking Pierre and jobs in, in Florida and we are taking the big leap and signing a year lease. Oh boy. Which for us is such a big deal. I mean, a year seems... Like a huge commitment, you know? Well, I mean, the last time we even talked about this was when we were going to sign our year lease in Bali. Oh, God. And then we looked back two months later and we're like, can you imagine? Thank God. I love Bali, but I don't want to stay there for a year. I mean, obviously, the U.S. to Bali is a completely different, like, apples to oranges, but... Just the point of like, that's the last time the we commitment. talked. Right. Like, yeah. holy crap. Like after right. two months, you and I start to get like antsy. Right. But we do have these cool trips. So. Well, right. And the whole reason we're doing it is because next year we have these trips going on and other things that it allows us to go on the trips and, and anything else that comes up. Like we really want to plan a retreat. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it this year, but it's something like we really want to do like a workshop kind of retreat thing. There's all these things that we want to plan. And so being able to take contracts in between with the constant up and moving and going and where are we living, where are we going is is really challenging. We know it's a lot of energy and we've done it for 10 years and we've loved it, but it's a lot. So being in Florida for the year gives us a stability of, oh, we can go on a trip, come home, pick up shifts, work PRN, come leave again, come back. And it's just this constant ebb and flow. Well, just the thought of literally you and I were over here like moaning in a, in a sexual tone <sighs> over the fact that we, we literally get to fly into Florida, grab our Jeep and go home. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even know what that feels like. It's always like fly in. My mom picks us up or your sister or whatever. We get our Jeep. Then we have to stay in a hotel. Then we have to figure out the next contract. And then we're like trying to move there and figure out that. And where are we going? And where are we living? And it's like we just get to be. There's no more disruption. 
can't even imagine. I can't either. Like your own coffee cup and your own bed when you come home. I'm I'm so excited for that. Yeah. And we haven't had that, right, in a really long time. And so, as we said, we won't get into all that because we talked about it on the last episode if you missed it. But just kind of how we're feeling about it and just the nerves and the anxiousness with the excitement. So, all of that is going on. And we've been looking for a place to live. And we, you know, we were being specific with where we wanted to live. So we didn't want to live in like a one bedroom apartment. And that's where we've lived for the past 10 years. We were really, we're not super like picky with things. We just find what we can get and we're like, we'll make it work. It's not a big deal. But because we're going to be there for a year, we wanted to make sure that we had another bedroom so we could have an office. So our whiteboards are not hanging in our living room like a freaking dorm room, right? And we wanted to have a little yard where Aaron could have a swing and we could grill. And Mimi um, Mimi can go outside. And just all those little things that we've missed that add so much value to like when you're staying put for a period of time. And the location. We really wanted to be downtown so that we can walk to restaurants and cafes and the river and it's just like a cool part of Jacksonville and we've never lived there. We always lived at the beach. We always go and visit for a night. Yeah. And go to dinner and we're always like, wow, this place is cool. Yeah. And so we're like, that's where we want to be. And it's also, we have only have one car. So that area is close to where Aaron's going to be working so he can like ride his bike. (laughs) I mean, Kim sent me an emoji today of a guy riding a bike like tooting air so he can go faster. I mean, I get it. It was like him going fast, but it looked like him blowing a big <laughs> fart and going fast over the bridge. That's his superpower. That's a, because he'll have to ride over a bridge uh, to get like, and it's not even that big of a bridge, but it's still a bridge. So I'm just like imagining you like huffing like. She's making me ride my bike on Interstate 95 and like merging. It's not 95. I know. It's not 95. I thought it was. It's not. But anyways, it's, so Aaron can ride his bike to work, maybe, and then I'm going to be working at the beach. So it's it makes sense to, to live close to one of the locations. And we knew we didn't want to live at the beach. So been that, there, done that. Been there, done that, wrote the book, like, done. Like, I don't, I don't want to live at the beach again. I love that we're close, but I don't want to, like, live there, you know? So we were being super specific, and also we have a budget, you know? <laughs> Like we're going to that, we're, we're taking a step back from that travel money. So, you know, we have a budget and so we were trying to find the perfect place and nothing was really coming up that we were like, that we love that we were like, yes, it was either a decent house, but in a shitty location. Also Jacksonville is sketchy. So like you, like one street can be really nice and the next street is really scary. Yeah. So you have to be really careful. Kim's sister drove after work to go see a place and like she was videotaping and I just see her throw her phone on the floor and she's like, I can hear her. Oh God. Oh, 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 and then it just goes out. (laughs) Which thank God for her because, you know, again, we, we get a lot of places sight unseen and we're just like, I will figure it out when we get there. And we know it's temporary. So again, I think we're more flexible in that, but to get a place for a year, the, the place that she went to look at, we were like, oh my God, it's this so cute. This is our house. And it was um, in walking distance to the cafes and restaurants in the area we wanted to be. And we're like, this is it. This is perfect. So my sister was like, oh, okay, I'll go drive by and check it out. And she said, it, and we have 
she sent a video. The house itself was so dis like it looked really run down. There was like a, a, a guy, like a massive human being sitting on the porch that had teardrop tattoos and just like smoking and just like that vibe. Like it was like sketchy. It was like staring Hardcore. staring at her, you know, when she was driving by. And then it was it was next to this like broke down warehouse and like a trash dump and then it was on the railroad tracks mm-hmm. so she's like you're gonna hear the train going she was like no this is you, this is so sketchy but the house was gorgeous inside it, yeah they, they redid it I know but we would have probably just moved right on in having, totally. having no idea it was a good price point too I wonder why well right we're like this is a steal <laughs> and so yeah so she was like absolutely not and and again the next street over is nice. It's just like Jacksonville is sketchy like that. Well, a lot of places like that. Atlanta's like that. Yeah, that's true. So, anyways, go ahead. Anyway, so everything was running out. We started a little panic. And um, I went on Zumper. I've I never just, even heard of that. I literally just typed in houses for rent in Jacksonville on the Googles. And it just so happened to hit. I just went to like, I kept scrolling and I went to like second page. Just to see what was there. Because it's always like rent.com, apartments.com, like all the main ones. So I went to two and it was Zumper. And I went there and I w- this house pops up. And I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. And sure enough, Kim's sister drove by and she was like, this is perfect. Obviously, it's like the yard is small and we're kind of bumped up against the neighbors. And we don't exactly know. It looks like two or three houses on one piece of property. But our house is a three-bedroom, one-bath with a loft. And it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's... Right. That was the only downfall was that there were other houses. But they're... Like, we have a, we have a private outdoor space. So, that was the main thing. It's smaller, but it's fenced. So, it's like we can go out there and nobody's going to be peeking in on us. Right? Right. Um, and it's, she, my sister, so she went, she drove by and she's like, you can see the river from the house and it's in such a great location. You can walk everywhere. And she's like, the, the street was, um, tree lined and just beautiful, beautiful homes. Um, and then the house itself looks really clean and there's a huge loft that has another bedroom. So that's going to be our whole office space that we're just going to put whiteboards everywhere. I know, and that's why we got it. And then we were looking, and we realized the walls are a little funky. Yeah. Because it's, like, loft. I'm like, can I even stand in there? It looks like for a little person, but... Yeah, so we're not sure. But we'll we'll figure it out. But we were really excited because now we have that separation of, like, our office and our creative space, which really gets us excited. Um, Just to be able to walk upstairs and have that separation between... You come downstairs, you're done working, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can watch a movie, cuddle on the couch. You can have your dinner at a real dining room table. Oh, my God. And then we're not literally taking shifts in the kitchen. Like, hey, I need to grab something. Can you come out of the kitchen? Like, we right. have a full kitchen with a bar. I mean, it, it's... We're not even going to know what to do with all no. the space. It's like a mini mansion. We're yeah. so used to these shoe boxes. Like, it's yeah. going to feel weird almost to have space. I know. And... It's so talking about manifesting, which we're going to get into with the vision boards and stuff. But this is, I realized it today, the exact manifestation of what I was wanting to create and what I envisioned and pictured when I thought of us get moving into a space that we would be for a longer period of time when we weren't traveling. And it had, it was a beautiful place that had lots of light, which this does. There's a sunroom. And I always envision myself sitting in a chair 
with windows everywhere in what we call a sunroom and the sun just coming in with a cup of coffee. It has a sunroom. It has the little yard so we can have a grill and me just sitting out there on the porch like well, having a cocktail while you're grilling up some shrimp and we're just talking, maybe listening to music. We have that. And then a, a place com- for my swing, a place for your swing. And then a complete separation, like you said, with the law for the office. That is, it's, it's like the two worlds are separate. And this place is exactly that. I mean, it's everything that, and a walkable neighborhood, which is what we wanted to have that Near like the restaurants city we love. Yeah. It's like living in a city, but you have this space. You're not in a tiny little apartment. Right. And I'll also throw in this one bonus because it had the kitchen we want as well. Mm-hmm. And it also has the extra bedroom that we never thought we would get. We were looking for the two bedroom. Right. But the loft in the bedroom gives us the office, which then we can stay downstairs and actually have people if they want to stay. Right. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Like I was texting with my best friend earlier and she's like, I can't wait to get my dinner invite. And I'm like, oh, we're going to have, it's like the perfect place for so much like entertaining, like yeah. we'll be like entertainers. We don't even know what that feels like no. anymore because we don't have over, space. I have no idea what that feels like. It's going to be so cool. We're going to be, oh my gosh. Yeah. Everybody's welcome. Everyone's welcome. We have space if you're ever in Jacksonville. And it's crazy of like how far your money, even though we're we're from like Jacksonville has gotten so much more expensive than when we used to live there 10 years ago. But just compared to other places, your money goes so much further. Like we're moving into a house for way less than what we're paying for this tiny little apartment. $600 less. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. But it's just, it's just crazy. So we're excited. And also, you know, when it comes to traveling to, Our goal is to be there for the year and to work some PRM, but the beauty of traveling is that if there's a a four-week contract or a six-week contract or a strike comes up or anything, it's like we can go and and take a contract and come back. It's just, it's like a hub for us, you know, and I'm so excited that we got the house. They emailed us last night because we didn't know if we were going to get it or not. We had to do all this stuff and they have to, you know, call tenant or landlords, whatever. We weren't sure. I couldn't imagine we wouldn't, but it would just be if just somebody don't. else was in the running, right? And they emailed us and said that we got it. So and you put the down payment down, and I paid the uh, the deposit. Deposit. So it's like really happening. I love it. So big, big things happening. Yeah. I'm excited, and the yeah. Gibsons are adulting. We are adulting. We got our own insurance. Wow. We did. We got our own insurance plan for the first time. Which I'm sending out an email all about that tomorrow or. Today, if you're you're the you're list, we're recording this Wednesday night, so yeah, per usual, per usual, it's eight thirty at night. Um, and so today, I sent out an email all about the insurance that we got and how amazing. And I'm so pissed that we waited this long to do it. So read the email; it has info on it. Um, if you want, if all you right, want let's help. get into it. Okay, so let's you let's want to start it because you were getting the questions. Let's start with the whiteboards. So, well, first I want to ask you a question. Ooh. What, you know how people say they don't believe in resolutions? Yeah. And then there's people who like set New Year's, we always say like New Year's Eve resolutions. What are your thought? what are your feelings on resolutions versus goals? And because you always hear people say like, I didn't do resolutions, but then they like set goals. But like kind of, is that not the same thing? It is. I think resolutions, unfortunately, has been a buzzword within the world nowadays where, like, honestly, like, 
resolution people die out after seven weeks. It's a proven fact. Like there's science around it, right? Like if you're if you're just trying to say on New Year's Eve you're gonna make a resolution and you're gonna start New Year, New You and just jump in, it's hard to keep up with. But how is that different than just setting a goal? Because I it's just a different word to me. It's a different word and I believe it's a lot deeper than that. Obviously you could go into a whole podcast on that, but literally it's like, you know, for you and I, we're not we're not making huge jumps that that you know, looking at our whiteboard right now, the, everything on that whiteboard is reachable, is obtainable, and we have an avenue and a path to reach it. Mm-hmm. That might mean we have to work a little harder, and that might mean we have to put more hours into it, but it's not anything that I look at and I'm like, there's no way I can keep up with that. So you're saying you think resolutions are more far-fetched, big yeah. things instead of just kind of making more achievable goals that you can work towards. Yeah, achievable goals within your life on the path that, like, maybe you improve something, right? Like, I I think looking at your year in review and saying, what can I improve on? What can I get better on? Like, and making those things, but you should be doing that all the time, right? It's, It's these things that, you know, you've seen me do it all the time, and I think this is the way I describe it, is like, you've seen when I'm like, okay, I'm not watching TV anymore and I'm going to bed at 8.30 every single night because then I want to wake up at 4.30 because then I can get two hours of editing in and I'll still make it to the gym and then I'll be up and ready to go to work and I'll feel good. That's a resolution to me. And you do it for like a day. I do it for a day and then I'm like, that was stupid. You're like, that's not for me. That no, because that's, that's, not a, sustainable. that's not sustainable. Right. And I think people, when they make resolutions, they don't look at the sustainability of their own lives and it's this big, bold statement Rather than goals are, like you've said all the time, goals have to be achievable. If you just literally can barely make your your bills for the month and then you think you're going to be a millionaire by the end of the year, I'm not saying it's not achievable, but I mean, let's be honest. Like, let's make goals that say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to live paycheck to paycheck by the end of the year. Yeah. Right? Like, that's my thing because those are achievable and those are things you can work on and improve on. And constantly remold throughout the year. Yeah. Well, and I think because you have to believe it to get behind it. And if it's too far gone, like you said, if you can't pay your bills every month and you're saying, I'm going to be a millionaire, that gap in between is so big that I feel like it'd be hard to get your energy behind really believing that to then take the steps. But if you said, I can't pay my bills, but by the end of the month, I'd like to make couple hundred extra bucks by doing this thing you can get a plan in place and believe that that could happen for you yeah okay cool good good talk which i think goes into i mean we we always talk about so we're big goal setting people and i like i'm not it's not about setting goals just for the new year but it is something that we do every year it's the end of our fiscal year right but it is something that we're always you know, we always used to talk about when you're starting a new contract, setting goals for that contract, right? A financial goal, a personal goal, a health goal, like something you want to work on or work towards. Big on goals because I think it's giving you something that you can get behind to work towards. And when you're in momentum and you're in motion and you're excited and you start to see results or you start to see yourself get a little closer, it just fuels that fire. And then you achieve it and it builds that confidence and you're like, yeah, and then you want to do something else. So We're big on goal setting here. Okay, getting into the whiteboards. So we have 
one, two, we have five whiteboards. Yeah. We want, we need two more. I need one Let's more, I need one more big one. Yeah. I think two, because I want like one just for trips too. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's a lot, but we have a lot of things that we're, we, we're managing, right? So we have one board that is just a calendar. And that has the whole month. And then whatever we have going on for that month, we write it in the days. It's really simple. I love looking at it every morning. What do we have going on today if it's something important that week? And we also have the countdown uh, timer for a contract. Mm -hmm. It'll turn into countdown timer for adventure trips or it'll turn into something. Something, yeah. And then we have a... Another whiteboard over that. It's a hot mess. It's basically my whiteboard. Aaron doesn't understand it. It's turned into Kim's hot mess board. Yeah. It's all the things that I think of that I need to do, want to do, and I don't want to forget because I'm big at writing things down. I always yell at Aaron because he'll have an idea. He won't write it down and then he'll forget. And I'm like, anything that comes up, write it down because you can revisit it later when you have more space to think about it, right? Like we can't talk about it right this second, but write it down and we'll come back to it. So that board is like all the things that I have on my in my head, but also they're in the middle. It, it, I understand it, but it's the things that I want to get done for the day. And I erase them and it's like the most rewarding feeling to erase when you have completed a task. Well, it's so funny because that's so procedural. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I get excited. Like, there was, there's doctors I've worked with that want to cross things off because they want to see what they've done. For me, I want it off the board. I don't want to see it. Because then when we get to a clean whiteboard, it's like a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, I've always wanted to erase patients off the board. Back when we had, you used to have to write yeah, them. Yeah, I get that. But I also love a good strikeout because I like to also see what I've accomplished. So, if yeah. I have 10 things on the board and eight of them are crossed out... I'm like, whoa, look how much I did, except like, um, as opposed to there only being two things. You know what I mean? Right. So that board in general, excuse me. I'll even. 8.30. Um, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll even, um, if I did something that wasn't on the board, I'll even write it on the board so then I can erase it. No, I think that's cool. And I, I, I mean, it works for you. Just I, my own. Like that board is basically the. Um, what we think we can get done, right? It's not like big vision. Yeah. It's literally what can we do? It's the little stone pebbles on the walkway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. And then every new year, well, okay, hold on. We'll get, well, that will be the last one. And then the other one is just a work calendar. So it's literally like days you're on call, hours you work, whatever. And then just the other one's a weekly work. social media calendar. Yeah, which I never stick with. I, know. I need to get better at that. I have like all, that's these, our newest all these ambitions to like make all these reels and do all these things. And you know, what that the, takes a lot of freaking time. What that calendar is for is it's only seven days. Yeah. And so it's supposed to be, we're going live tonight. We have our podcast this night. Like this is what we're doing. Yeah. Right. And so that's just supposed to be for that calendar. Totally. And then the final, the big boy that takes up almost the entire wall is... A, so it's we use it for different things, but what we currently just used it for is for the last couple of years, it's become our routine that on New Year's Eve, we have a vision board, brainstorming, goal setting session with tequila. And I thought it was hilarious because everybody at work was like, hey, do you got any plans for New Year's? And I'm like, 
Absolutely, I do. It's one of my favorite nights of the year. Like, oh, what are you doing? You're going to go watch the ball drop in Times Square? I'm oh, like, God. no. I was like, my wife and I are going to listen to music and we'll have some tequila and we're just going to like write on our whiteboards and just visionary, dream big, we'll set our goals and we're just going to get them all out on the whiteboard. I'm so excited. And they're like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get, I know. because. And I'm like, where are my people at that get excited about that? Shout out Laura and Jacob if you're listening. Yep. They would have loved that. They're our music. vision board people. Like for us. That's a rockin' night, man. Aaron Meadows was loving it, too. I know. I'm sorry. There's nothing to me more fun than busting out a whiteboard, having some drinks, listening to music, and coming up with, like, cool shit that you want to do. It's fun. Like, we have so many good conversations, mm-hmm. and the energy's going, the creativity, and it's just like, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like business Pictionary. Yeah, we should do, like, mushrooms and do it. <laughs> That would, oh I really, I'm on a mushroom kick. I, I really want to try, um, for like, like creative micro, healing processes. Yeah. A hundred percent micro. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to like have a shroom out. Yeah. I don't want to trip. Yeah, no. Is that what you call it? Sure. Sure. Okay. So we break it up into three months, six months, one year and moon goals. And so each one, each is a section. And so we come up with like, again, it's about being realistic. We're not going to say in three months, we're going to sell the Travis's backpack company for $10 million. Like (laughs) if it happens, great. I mean, if anyone's wanting to buy it, um, but like, that's not realistic. We're not ever going to get behind that. Right. I think that's what some, I think that's something people confuse a lot with, when people say manifest, like, you know, think about what you want and you're going to create it. And it's like, no, that's not true. Well, like, actually. like my dad There's wrote, so much wrote himself that. a million dollar check and kept it in his wallet. Yeah. And I'm like, I asked him and he got really upset. And I said, so what are the steps are you taking to get there? And he was like, if I think about it, it will come to me. And I'm like, bro, I, I appreciate the positive energy that you're putting into that. But that's not how it works. You've got it. magic. Right, it's about the feeling and understanding that you can get there, and that's the trick. Yeah, that is the trick. Like, you can dream big, but it's like, can you see steps to get there? And even if you're putting yourself in the energy, sometimes those steps appear. 100%. Right, you don't have to know exactly how to get there, but do you feel like you can achieve it? I like that you said that because it's not that you have to have a perfect plan to get there. But it has to be something that you can rally your energy behind because energy is the most important thing, right? Is how you feel. Do you believe that it can happen? Because if you do, it will. And the steps will slowly begin to appear and reveal themselves. But you have to, you, you gotta like get behind it mm-hmm. first. And and manifesting really is all about your about how you feel. You can even, if I'm just sitting here and I'm like, um, I want a million dollars. I want a million dollars. I want to like, okay. You can say it a million times, but if you're not feeling it, like what would it feel like to have a million dollars? Why do you want that? What would you do with it? What kind of impact would you make? What would your life look like? Mm-hmm. How would you spend your time? Like getting into the feeling of like what you truly desire and why and how that would serve you and the community and the people you want to share. That's like the, the power. And so like when we're trying to come up with different goals, it's like feeling into what do we really want to create and mm-hmm. why. Right. It's always about the why. Totally. It's not just blanket statements. Right. And I, and I think like a really good example, for instance, that night on New Year's Eve, 
under the three-month mark, you wrote sell out of current inventory of backpacks. And I was like, really? In three months? And we really thought about that. And then it got moved over to the six-month. Because the six-month seems more realistic True. to achieve. So it was like, we so do we that, get behind we that. Do yeah. that with ourselves. It wasn't like, I mean, what a cool goal. Like, sell out of our current stock in three months? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm game on, dude. But, like, that's not realistic. But six months, I can get behind that. Yeah, 100%. I'm, you know what? I'm going to apologize to the listeners. I'm, my Mac's about to die. Oh, let's just wrap this up then. Okay, it might go out though. So I have to, it might there might be a humming noise. I apologize. Oh no. Sorry. That's sad. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So that's how I break it up, and 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 the moon goals are the uh, that's like the big dream. Like if you could do anything. That's if, my favorite category. Yeah. If there was no resistance, if there was nothing holding you back, if you could do anything you wanted or create anything you want, like what would that actually be? And it's fun to like dream big like that. And it's not something we're focusing time on right now, but it's something that's there. And when it's there and it's living and it's breathing and you're and you're thinking about it and it's in like your your cells, right? Like it's still there, but it's not like, how are we going to do that right now? We're going to focus on the three month and then the six month and then the year. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, going into like kind of wrapping this up too, but last year we did this. And then we realized that three months, we had crossed off everything on the three month. We had achieved it. And then we went to the six month. And by six months, we had achieved it. One or two things didn't happen, but okay. Like you're not going to nail them all. Mm -hmm. And then the one year, we completely achieved it. And then we even crossed off a moon goal from last year. And so it's like, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. And so now we have our three, six, one year and moon goals for this year. Yeah. And, the, and right, and so being like, wow, we accomplished this. It gives you that confidence of like, damn, like we we wanted to create something. We put an action plan together or the steps slowly began to reveal themselves. And that stuff's done. It's complete. Like that's freaking crazy. It's amazing. And then it encourages you to want to do it again. And, and that, there's also something really powerful about seeing it. That's I was gonna. I was hoping you were gonna say that because we yeah. see it every, every day. day. I sit out here on the couch, and I was gonna ask you a question. Do you think that's gonna change when our office is separate? Because as of right now, I sit out here on the couch when you go to bed, and I just stare at that whiteboard, and I look at it, and I'm like, okay, like in this three months, like is there something that I've taken steps to moving forward to crossing that off? Like, am I on the am I on the right path or not? I know. I think maybe we should just keep that one in the living room. Or like like in our bedroom. No, I, I think it'll be okay because we'll be in our office a lot. Okay. But yes, there's something really powerful about... I mean, that's what we talk about or you hear people talk about with vision boards, whatever. It's There's something about this seeing it. But again, because you're seeing it, it's it's even... when you're, Even when you're not focusing on it subconsciously, it's, mm-hmm. it is, right? But even with vision boards, it's just the the energy that you're putting into what you want to create, how you feel when you are creating. creating it and what you're putting on it. It's like not haphazardly throwing shit together. So, Well, and I think too, like just on that note of like, we also get very specific on our whiteboards. Like it's not just foo-foo like throw it out there idea it's like very specific yeah right to and i think i'll I'll, i want to leave with this story 
it's one of the first times when I first got into vision boards. I, I've still never forgot this. But I was listening to a podcast and this guy was talking about the fact that when he was a kid, um, he was really into homes. And his dad used to build homes for his mom. Uh, he was an architect. He was a builder. And so he got really into it and he used to think about the house that he wanted and that he wanted to live in. And he cut out in a magazine this house and he put it in his little box and he kept it for his whole life. And then when he was, he had gone through life, his wife and him got married and then they were going to go buy their dream home. And so he's buying this home and he just kept getting this feeling of like, I've seen this place before. I've seen this place before. And then he was unpacking his stuff. He found his little box. He opened it up and he had just bought the house no. that he had cut out. Who is in the, this? I can't remember who it was, but I'll never forget that story. That's and I was insane. like, that is insane that he pulls it out and looks at the picture out of that magazine. And he had just bought that house that he had cut out when he was a kid. That's insane. That's powerful. Super powerful. But like, is he lying? I don't know. I, he told the story. I was listening to it. I was no. I was moved by it. So that's all that matters. No, I know. If you believe it, then it, you're it's, there. It's like Santa Claus. 100%. I agree. And, you know, we, we've been making vision boards since we first got together. So 15 years. And I remember the first one that we ever made. We were living in a little condo in Ponte Vedra Beach. And we were both working in the hospital, you know, our full-time jobs, whatever. And we had it, we weren't even married. Mm. Wow, that's so crazy. Okay, so that vision board had us getting healthy. So it was mm. like we literally cut out pictures of our faces and put them on like fit bodies. We did. <laughs> because at the time we were not. No, like, we were not. We were on well, we were on this health journey yeah. and we wanted we were wanting to run and eat healthier and all the things. So we were on the journey, but we weren't it was new, right? Right. So it was bobbleheads on like hot bodies, um, a house. With a yard. With a yard, a pug, um, paying off our credit cards. Yep. San Francisco, Italy, like places we wanted to travel. Paris. Paris, us getting married. Mm-hmm. Financial we were, freedom. We were buying, we were paying for our own wedding. So we were like, you know, it was like us getting married. Travel the world was on there. Oh my God. All of these things, and it's in that we—that's actually in our storage unit, and we just saw it not that long ago, and I was like, "Wow, every single thing on this happened." It's and and, and at the time that we did the vision board, we were feeling into what we wanted to create, but that stuff felt very far off. Mm-hmm. And but we still were like, "But this is we—we we can do this. This is what we want to create. This is a life we want to live. This is the freedom we want to have, and we want to get out of debt, and we want to travel, and we want to have it." we didn't know how any of that was going to come together. This was before we knew about healthcare traveling, and that changed our whole life. But we didn't know how any of that was going to come together. But we knew that's what the life we wanted to create. And looking at that and be like, "Holy shit!" Everything like came together. And yeah. the pug. Well, Who's and now then, thirteen. But on top of that, our version two vision board became about business, and it became about like charity and what we wanted our business to look like. And we've achieved all of that because I remember laughing at you and being like, "There's no way that we're gonna find a way to have a business that revolves around travel. That's crazy. How? Mm-hmm. How are we gonna do that?" 
let me show you. Yeah, and yeah. look where we are. Right. It's insane to me. It's not insane, though. It's the truth, right? It's like no, it is. The power of intention, the power of, of being conscious of what you want to create. And we were listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about um, creating goals, all the things we're talking about. But he said something like, again, it kind of goes back to what I was even saying in the beginning about when you when you do something and you think it's normal you think other you just think it's normal but that most people is what he said that most people don't even sit down for a second to ask themselves what they want oh yeah like you like you're just kind of going through the motions of life you're you're working you have kids you have this we all have our own things going on and, and it's easy to kind of become an, an autopilot just getting through the day just getting through the day and you, you'll kind of put a pin in things. I'll think about this later. And before you know it, years have gone by and you're still in the same grind. And when he said that, that most people don't even ask themselves what they want. And I'm like, I can't even fathom that. Right. Because that's all we're just like, what do we want? What do we want to create? What do we, you know? But I think that's really important if it's just to take the time to really give yourself a little space. Pour yourself a glass of wine, get in the bathtub, sit outside, go for a walk, a hike, go to the beach, whatever it is that stimulates, connects you to your creativity, to your like desires and in a, a safe place that you feel like you can dream because you're the only one who's going to be in this. So allow yourself to dream and just have a really honest conversation about what do you really want? What, like if you could do anything, what would, what would your life look like? What would it feel like? What would you be doing? How would you be spending your time? Who would you be around? Mm -hmm. What do your friends look like? What do they feel like? What does your partner feel like? And, and again, it all comes back to the feeling. It's not like the material thing or the, I want this, but it's the feeling of like, why, what would that feel like to me to have this? Right. And it's also not also just about like, if you say it over and over again, it's going to work again. It's all about that feeling. And I think you and I have become whiteboard professionals. Uh, we have gotten to where we can really look at a whiteboard and be like, okay, that's a three-month goal. That's a six-month goal. But if you're just starting, it's like just write stuff. Like write it and start. And then as you go, you'll start to be like, okay, like I'm starting to see a path come clean. With that, that's going to be a three-month goal. And start working it that way. You don't have to do it like we do it. Yeah. It's about like our whiteboards just started as one whiteboard. And right. it just started with us pinning things to it and then it became us writing on it and then it became very specific and then it breaks down now into three three six one year and moon goals so that's all developed over time and it's grown with us right but going back to the vision board real quick because um again once you have that conversation with yourself then we put like we printed pictures we don't have a printer anymore so like we did a visual one that's still on there. We actually need to update this one. Like uh, on our computers. Oh, on our desktops. Yeah. But my preferred method is printing pictures from Google and then printing them, cutting them out, and then putting them on like we like a cork board because then you can move things or you could take something off. You could add something. So I really like that. And and again, the last thing I said, because it's just, or the last thing I'll say, because it just kind of came to me is like, like coming back to the feeling of things. Again, if... If, if I were single, say, and I wanted to call in my my person, I wanted to get married, I wanted to have a, a partner, and it, I felt like I couldn't find anybody, I wouldn't be focusing on, you know, the the, the out exterior stuff of like, I yeah, feel like people can get really into that of 
they need to be this height and look like this and have this kind of a job or this and that. And that stuff's important, right? But I would be focusing more on how does he make me feel? Like, do we laugh? Do we have the same interests? Or do we have the same vision, the goals? Do we love to travel and hike and adventure? And he loves food. And I can see us like having a glass of wine and like laughing and like trying something new, like like a new restaurant together. Like I would envision of like what I actually want that relationship to be and feel like. And that's like the, that's the ticket. That's that what is. you. That's the trick. That's that. It's like not a trick. It's just, no. I know, you're, but I'm just saying like, that's like the real gist of it is really digging into what you want that experience to feel like, or you want to go to Italy. It's like digging into the depths of like how you want to feel on that trip. Are you smiling? Are you laughing? You feel so free because you're just like in a vineyard drinking wine, meeting new people. How the pasta feels on your lips. Like yeah, down to the nitty gritty. How full are you going to feel when you're walking home? Yeah, like you're so full and you're like drunk and you're just laughing with, you know, this new group of people that you met and like you pass out and have like the best night of your life and like wake up to like sunflowers, you know? (laughs) <laughs> like a like a meadow of sunflowers. Wow, star. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're just running through the sunflowers. Yeah. But yeah, that that that's what I would say. And that's what we do. And it's really powerful. And um, yeah, I, I hope this was helpful. We didn't get to any of the healthy tips. Why don't we do that next week? Okay. Because I that's like a whole nother conversation. Yeah, we'll, we'll I think that would that. actually be really fun to get into. And, and maybe even a little bit about our own journey a little bit more in depth love that we can redo that we haven't done that i know in a long time okay and also kind of tell where we've been and where we've fallen off and gained and yeah like the real shit yeah i like that okay all right well we'll save that for next week so come back next week for kim's healthy tips because you are honestly a master at it i was even talking to somebody at work and um they were talking about our past and i was like yeah like about personal training and leading you know, fitness and you were like coaching people and teaching them what avocados were and, and how good you are at like nutrition and understanding foods and how they work for you. And I always, I was telling them at work, I was like, honestly, I think my wife would be one of those famous like coaching health coaching people, but it's really not her thing when it comes down to like with a, yeah. yeah, with other people. But yeah, well, thanks for saying that. But I, I agree. It's something that I'm really, I'm like passionate about, and I love like talking to people about. I, I don't wouldn't want to do it as like a job, but it's something that I really enjoy, and I know how much food makes me feel a certain way. It makes me feel like shit, or it makes me feel good, and so I like learning about that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, anyways, yeah, that'll be a fun conversation for next week, and. Hopefully you guys took something out of this and sit down, have a conversation with yourself, have fun with it. You don't have to take it too seriously. Just have fun and make a little vision board, make a a whiteboard, set some goals, write out a list and just have some fun with it. And if you make a whiteboard, please snap a little video of yourself and put hashtag I'm Travfest. Oh, please. Please. That would be so fun. And tag us, Kim and Aaron G. Please. Yeah. We want to see it. Yes. No, I mean, we don't need to read your vision board. Yeah, right. But, like, just snap a picture of you doing it. Yeah. Or about to do it. Or about to do it, or how you're feeling when you're doing it. Like, Love that for us. For you. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Have a good week. Bye.